0: Hey, D.D. Perks members in Washington, D.C., now that we're slowly getting back to running, make the most of your day with large hot coffees from Dunkin' for $1.49. Not a D.D. Perks member? Join on the Dunkin' app today for an easy, contactless way to order and pay. Pick up in-store or at the drive-thru. America runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, Brandy J's podcast, a voice to be reckoned with, would like to thank you for making the right choice in choosing a podcast that moves a nation. And now here she is in five, four, three, two, one.
1: Everyone, everyone, thank you for joining me, your host, Brandy J, a voice to be reckoned with. I have a special guest today. Goes by the name of Michael Glenn Moore. Yes, the host of podcast City Like Yours, so please give him a listening ear. Thanks. Hey everybody, you're here with me, Brandy Joy, a voice to be reckoned with, season three. Today I am here with a very special guest by the name of Michael Glenmore. Michael, are you there? I'm here. Hey, so happy to have you Back here with me.
0: <laughs> Thank you for inviting me. I'm I'm really looking forward to this.
1: Me too. Me too. I, I think we both uh probably been through some you know had some changes and stuff since the uh you know since the last time too. So this should be interesting. Sure. Yes. Yeah, sure. Can you so Michael? Can you let um our listeners know what's going on with you and what's your fate? You know your show a, a city like um city like your.
0: Yeah yeah, sure. Um, I'm a host uh, the host of In a City Like Yours. It's a true storytelling podcast where I ask my guests to come on and relate a story that uh, has changed their lives in some significant way. That's either good or bad, but what I'm looking for are guests who have interesting stories and uh, the stories relate to how they came to where they are today, how they grew you know from whatever happened in their lives. I also just started a new podcast with my friend Scott H. Silverman called Scott H. Silverman's Happy Hour. Scott's a, an expert in addictive addiction and recovery. So the podcast is an education type of podcast about re- addiction and recovery where we discuss uh, e- uh, aspects of addiction and recovery. Wow, that's
1: awesome. Scott's amazing.
0: I, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, have you talked with him?
1: Yeah, um when I first started out I did um a show with him and then uh I was uh pursuing, you know, to like work you know, since both San Diego work with him and um and the safe homes, uh, you know, with the uh the getting the you know the medicines and stuff out of the safely out of the homes and all stuff and out of the hands of, you know, of youth and stuff, you know. And yeah, the, yeah. The removal bags and everything. So I was trying to, you know, work on that and um which I still, you know what I mean? I had actually you know, reached out to him the other day and told him that, you know, that I, I still was in it and that I want to still, you know, to you know, do my part and do what I can, you know, it's just, life shows up and then, and I wasn't getting the results I wanted to get and it was trying to like hold down my show and everything and it kind of like lost sight. And he just popped in my head the other day and I said, Scott, I said, I gotta get back. You know what I mean? Cause I, he's doing great things, you know? And what what he's focusing on affects all of us, you know, especially if you have, like, that family, you have kids, you know, it's
0: like, you know. Yeah, there's apparently, there's a lot of medications that are just sitting in people's medication cabinets. And part of the program is to get, you know, there's a way to dispose of that in a way Mm -hmm. that's safe.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, You know, and I know know a lot of cities, they have, like, the sheriff's office or the police office uh, will hold these monthly uh, drop-offs for you to take your medications but there are a lot of cities that uh, that don't have that and his yeah. his nonprofit pretty much reaches out to those cities that, that need to start something that's, um, you know, if they don't have it in the law enforcement in their area.
1: Yeah, for sure. Now, now did you know, did he come across a lot of cities that, that didn't have them? Because I know, like, you know, I was working from my end here, not not that far from my my house because my sister, she works at like a, a pharmacy and stuff and so the place they were I was calling they were saying like yeah we have them and, and pe- but I was like but do people like know about them like they know you're there you tell them that but do you like educate do you make it like an ongoing you know what I mean?
0: Yeah uh, if, let's see let me look for a second here and I'll give you the the email I mean the post to his website uh, hold on go ahead and talk while I'm, while I'm looking
1: is it, is it to the Safe Homes, Uh, that, that one, the, the Safe Homes? Yeah,
0: yeah. Do you have that, e- that yeah. website?
1: Yeah, yeah, I have that one, yeah. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah, but
1: I, I, I was just wondering because I haven't talked to them about it, you know, lately. So I was wondering if it if was there, like, quite a few states that didn't actually have them, you know, because that's kind of, uh, that's, a, that's a big deal, you know. Yeah, yeah. If you don't have them. You know, it's one thing, you don't have them, and then there's another thing, like, when you have them, people still don't know like i was trying to like drive the desire out of them of educating versus yes we have them and we tell them about it. <laughs> yeah yeah versus like do you really tell them about it like how important it is to remove it properly so yeah
0: well we recorded today and talked about vaping which is you know has become a pretty dangerous subject now yeah uh, it's kind of taken the back burner now since the coronavirus is so popular and people are you know discussing that but uh so we went ahead and did a an episode on vaping which talked about what to expect i mean if you think you may be having a reaction and uh, and also the dangers of vaping and the way that the ways that you could uh get off of vaping products safely you know if, if you're smoking nicotine or if you're smoking marijuana and something he brought up that was very interesting is that that, you know, the marijuana is, can be made by third party individuals, not made by the government or, uh, FDA approved, uh, part of the government. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the, the individuals who make this product, they, they use different chemicals to, to get the THC out of the physical plant. And a lot of times it's formaldehyde and, or, or other carcinogenic, um, chemicals that they use that it's in that vaping liquid so it's very dangerous and also he said that sometimes they use fentanyl or co wow. as well which is deadly if if it's taken in the overdose uh, and that's something that's really bad like uh in there in uh, in the united states is the the, the epidemic of opioids and people yeah. dying from opioid overdose so it's really yeah. scary you know you, you have to make sure that you know what you're getting when you're doing We're something getting- like that
1: yeah, you can't like just go slide like if it's you know like it's it's legal now you know so but you got to make sure that you do it that way you know what I mean from right it down, you get it
0: from the know. dispensaries and not mm-hmm. from the someone's trunk
1: yeah or you know like I found here in San Diego now now just say that this and it's because it, it has me wondering like what what's the missing piece if it's if it's uh if it's legal now so we have these um these shops that open they have a full on shop and. They uh, sometimes they're they're shut down, and I remember one time it was just like uh, this this one area, where they they seemed like that's where people were speaking up and then the next thing you know, oh they were shut down, and then I was talking to a friend I was like, they're shut down like, but well, I thought this you know it was legal now, so like what because they have been missing, and then we're sitting here like well maybe they didn't get the licensing or something like that, but then how would they even get the okay to sell get all this stuff, you know, and then you said what you said about how with the vaping you know and people you know putting their own and not getting it from the proper getting it to the proper places maybe that could be one of the reasons for being shut down
0: yeah that could even be you
1: don't even really you're not even supposed to be selling it because you don't even have the and, and if you have the license and then you, you're not selling the correct stuff then that's kind of like shooting yourself in the foot if you just ruin the business that you had and uh now you've something illegal so. <laughs> so
0: yeah the the bottom line is that you really need to know what's in your products and yeah. and go with a source that's trusted and not with someone who is maybe black market medications right
1: especially now if it's legal you think that you would do, do it that way but if you want they want i'm definitely going to check that one out and um, i want to make sure i post it so people can um, to listen to that because i know a lot of people that that they chose vaping over, you know what I mean, whatever choice that, you know, when it comes to the uh, the marijuana. And then um, with the uh, nicotine, people got that. And that's how they kind of put it out there, like that vaping would be, uh, what, more health, more less dangerous, right? But yeah, it turns yeah. out to be way more dangerous.
0: Yeah, in the beginning, vaping was an alternative to smoking cigarettes in a way. I know I, have, I had a lot of friends who quit smoking cigarettes and smoked vaping products, and you could lower the nicotine level gradually, and they quit smoking altogether by doing that. Uh, something's changed since then, and I think, you know, as far as people destroying their lungs, now we talk about there's a, there was a boy who had a double lung transplant after he smoked vaping products, and they just destroyed his lungs, and he had an emergency lung transplant, and now he's on medications for the rest of his life, uh so that he can't re- so that he won't reject the organs and other medications so i mean it's really has changed his life this is a very young man i think he was like seven, 17
1: oh my goodness so
0: yeah it's it's scary um that episode will be released on the february the 19th i'm not sure when this show is coming out okay. but you can go back to the archives and um Scott H. Silverman's Happy Hour, which is on all popular podcast yeah. platforms.
1: Actually, he sends it to my feed, so actually I could okay, he, he'll, like, you know how you send your shows out into Messenger, and, and also, so I think that I do have a few of them that I haven't, you know, it's quite a few of them.
0: Yeah, we're new. Uh, we've only done two before, so this is, mm-hmm. the vaping uh, episode is the third, mm-hmm. uh, but we're, do, we're we're producing every, uh, every Wednesday for the first three months of, uh, of the, first three weeks of the month. Mm-hmm. So there's three episodes a month, and the first, okay. and they're released on Wednesday, the first uh, Wednesday, uh, the okay. first three uh, Wednesdays of the month.
1: Definitely, I'll go in there, I'll check check that out. I just know I see uh, Scott's room in happy, uh, the happy hour, and I, you know, I went in there and started, you know, just looking. whenever I see something, with, I kind of go through all over the place when I see anything that Scott has going on, you know.
0: Yeah, he's uh, phenomenal.
1: Very, very, you know. I told him I had a little surprise for him. I'll share with you later what it is. I don't. You know, to put it on the airwaves and then everybody finds out.
0: Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'll tell you later.
1: Yeah, it's pretty cool. But uh, yeah, that's that's um quite. This is quite um, fascinating here because you have nicotine, right? That's been killing people for years, and and then you know you do all these the smoking for years and years, and some do get cancer, some don't. But then this this new thing hits the scene, vaping, and it seems to be taking. Um, it's told a little bit quicker than uh, nicotine, like rather than
0: nicotine. Yeah, um, and that's that's they're not quite sure what is in the nicotine vaping products that's causing these uh, episodes with damaged lungs and so forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, they think it may be a vitamin E product that's in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be formaldehyde. Uh, you know, they just don't know yet for sure what's causing it.
1: but most definitely
0: this needs to be something that he's And that was, you know, th- the companies that made, I think Philip Morris was the was the company who makes Juul, and they targeted that product to kids with candy-flavored uh, products uh, of the vaping oil, and that's, you know, specifically trying to get kids to come on board and start smoking mm-hmm. their product. Mm-hmm. So, that, you know, that's another scary thing, is that you know, the children are being affected, and
1: Yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah. That, that was a thing for me too when, um, when marijuana, when they made marijuana uh, they legalized it you know, the whole part that I just wasn't okay with was when they turned everything into everything, it was in everything cookies, cupcakes, soda candy, you know what I mean and I just found like, what for what though? you know what I mean, like why, just keep it simple, it's going to do the same thing and now what you've done is you made it look really appealing to children or I had so many different scenarios, I have to tell my son, I said, just don't take anything from anybody, you know what I mean, because just, you just don't know, you know, because it's Yeah, deep. you don't know if that
0: gummy bear yeah. or that gummy worm or whatever right. is, it mm-hmm. has, has marijuana in it.
1: Exactly, and that kid that's given to you might not know, or they might know, you know, and say, I hope you forgive this to him. you know, so that's yeah. what they really made me uncomfortable, so I just...
0: Well, it's not legal here uh, in Louisiana. That's where I am. And uh, it's not legal. We just now, uh, well, we actually approved um, medical marijuana many, many years ago, but there was never went through the the, um, Senate and all that about how to distribute. And so just recently they've they've gone back, they've gone to actual having distribution centers in Louisiana that, that distribute the the, the medical marijuana. Now that's highly regulated. I don't think it's as loose as it is in California where you are. Uh, it's pretty, it's because it's been around for a long time in California and now it's been made legal across the board so that you could have it uh, without having it. You know, if you, I don't know, whatever your sources are, hopefully they're dis- a dispensary. But um, you know, if you're caught with marijuana in California, it's not a crime any longer here. It's still a crime if you unless you have the medical marijuana cards on you so is it, it you know what they're thinking about now is the federal government legalizing marijuana across the board and when that happens you know i, I just hope that we're ready for something that large in the whole yeah. you know for the whole united states
1: yeah for sure so many layers to it you know to, to, to this it's just like yeah because you know some people would sit back and say I have people say like well what's the big deal uh, this, this whole marijuana thing they've been selling us poison like you know alcohol and, and cigarettes and, and all of a sudden marijuana is a big deal and I'm like true true this is true <laughs> you know but I think it's more of our thinking versus that you know like will we make smart healthy choice you know what I mean like choices, you know, I guess it's all about how one person, you know, already you see people are being affected or dying because somebody has taken it and carelessly have done whatever they've done to make money and profit. And there's been someone that bought it instead of going to the right place.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, you know, the thing is with marijuana, that it's stronger than it used to be. Back when I was a kid, you know, it's not nearly, it wasn't nearly as strong as it is today. Uh, so the kids are being exposed to really high levels of THC and they just don't know what the harm is for developing minds you know we're we're not fully developed till we get into our mid-20s and then after that point, after the mid-20s we're pretty much have grown but so you're talking you're looking at kids as young as 13 12 13 14s getting on marijuana and so we just don't know what that does to their brain and their development uh, so it's something to to think about, and you know, I'm sure it's you know. I guess I don't know how it works in California. There must be a a a, limp, uh, a starting age that you could buy these products. Yeah, I think I mean, it's still l- the like same. Like, I think
1: it's a, yeah. I think it's the same that the the age limits are still the same. I'm I'm going to assume, but marijuana is 18, but I'm not really sure. But I think yeah. Actually, you know what? It is.
0: So yeah. I remember yeah, yeah,
1: someone saying, "Oh, I'm 18. I can now go." I think. It was 18 or 21, but I'm going to go with
0: 18. <laughs> well, there are states like, like California, which have done this for a while, that will probably have more information about what happens to the, a younger mind on marijuana because it, it's been around longer and people have been studying it longer in these cities and states that have legalized marijuana. Mm-hmm. So by the time that it's maybe federally, federally uh, approved, We'll, we'll know a little bit more about it and how these mega strengths of impotency of marijuana has are affecting uh, people's development. Yeah,
1: yeah, sure. Oh man, it's like people know how to ruin stuff all the time. Just <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, you know, when you only have half the information, that's you know, that's not good.
1: Yeah, it's not. It's not. And then the, the maker, you know, the people they don't that you know come up with the stuff. They don't really put it. Out there like that, you know, to you know let people know because they don't really want
0: you to know. Well, they say no one's ever died from marijuana overdose, and that's you know that may be true. That doesn't mean that there's not a damage that can be done. Yeah, very true. And they also said that uh, it possibly has something some effect on your heart, so it could be causing people people to have heart problems. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's later on or for heavy use or what, but it's you know it's one of the newest studies have come out uh talking about how uh, marijuana can increase your heart rate and uh, things like that so you know it's yeah. it's you know mentally and physically could be damaging to you
1: yeah because you know people are using it for the because we don't know what it probably was meant for or how it wasn't meant to be used and then you take that and you mix it with a person you know not everything like with medication everybody the doctors can just give you and yet medication has to go with your, your age, your, your size, you know. They do all these things to, to you know, to check up, check you out first before they prescribe your medication, you know, so that it doesn't affect you. And, you know, less, like the whole thing too with, um, on Safe Homes about the younger kids saying that they, they would be okay with taking another uh, student's medication for pain or something like that, and that's not okay because that pain medication was for them. You know, the doctors prescribed it to that person, that, and it might not affect. It might affect you differently. You know, just like like that. You don't really know how it may affect one person versus the
0: other. Yeah, it's it's just you know, it's it's something that needs to be studied more. I think you know, it, it hasn't been legal for very long. So, yeah. and I know that it wasn't possible for a lot of researchers to do the research on it because they couldn't get the the marijuana legally to do their research so that's not that hasn't been happening until recently as well so uh, i'm sure we'll see a lot more studies come out dealing with yeah. marijuana and the harm of marijuana that we're just not aware of
1: yeah yeah i, I know i had for this article i think that what's his name uh, uh <laughs> donald trump yeah i think he gets had signed off on it or something but where these people were terminally like they were elderly elderly people that were dealing with certain pain. And when they got the CBD, I guess it was the, CB, the CBD uh, B or something like that. And, uh, that's, and I guess I was helping them deal with whatever, all the pains that they uh, were having.
0: Yeah, the CBD or cannabidiol is a product that is not, it is, does not have the agent in marijuana that gets you high. So yeah. it's something that you could take that, you know, they say it's safe. Um, and I, you know, I'm not even sure if there have been enough studies on that to to definitively say that it's safe. Uh, but it is something that does relieve pain in a lot of chronic pain uh, sufferers, and it does. Uh, I think in muscular dystrophy, dystrophy dyst- yeah, dystrophy uh, patients or have been known to use marijuana for their for relief from the symptoms of their illness. Uh, so you know the the thinking is that because it doesn't get you high it's better so that's not really proven yet yeah so you know hopefully soon we'll get some studies that aren't say definitively one way or the other
1: yeah pretty much and i mean it just looks as if like as usual it's probably gonna have to be something that's gonna have to be more controlled if things go you know can't give people too much you know uh leeway because
0: it what happened. yeah it's you know i don't think we should leave it in the hands of the drug companies or the cigarette companies you know to to tell us that it's safe or not it needs to be done uh, by independent study you know in a way that is trusted and um you know and that way we know that's coming from experts and not just somebody who owns a, or a ceo of a drug company saying our product is safe you know that's they can say that to the blue in the face but they can't prove it with some type of research. Then it's, you know, it means nothing.
1: Right. Exactly. Wow. Thanks for sharing that tidbit right there. I'm definitely going to um, keep following that um, with, with you guys, because I know a lot of people that thought that was a, you know, the, the better way. And it's like, to this day, they probably still don't know. So uh, yeah, Definitely. So how have you, so what's going on with your, with your
0: show? Can you let the um, listeners know? Uh, yeah, I've just released my 33rd episode of Inner City Like Yours, okay. and I'm re- really happy. I'm, I'm on my one-year anniversary this month in February. I started it back in February of 2019, and now it's 2020, so we're at uh, our yearly anniversary, and I have a giveaway that I'm sponsoring where uh, I ask people to rate me on Apple iTunes and if you do that and let me know your the name that you use to rate me I'll put you in the hat and draw for a coffee cup a t-shirt and a hoodie so if you're out there and listening that's always a good way to support a podcast is to go to maybe Apple iTunes or whatever uh, format you you listen to your your podcast on and rate the the podcast it it really helps the, the host out so I know like with you Brandy with your show that people you know you probably encourage people to go to apple itunes as well it's probably the biggest so everybody says apple itunes and rate and review the show because after you get to a certain number of ratings on each on apple i i uh, uh apple podcast you get into their algorithm so that your your podcast is able to be searched for easily it comes up in yeah. uh, you know when someone searches Education, and, you know, you get all the education shows, but those shows are all shows that have at least fifty ratings in it yeah. on their on their show. So if you're at f- thirty-seven ratings, you're not going to show up in that in that uh, search when someone's looking for something on education. If you only have thirty people who've uh, rated your ep- your, yeah. your podcast, you're not going to hit that mark. You're not going to be in that search. Yeah. So, you have to like literally
1: put it in. So I think right, you have to actually like type. Type yourself in for the setup. Right, you know, in like, order to
0: find it, you would have to type in the name yeah. and then find it in a search. So yeah. and, you know, and, and it's a lot easier if it's in the search because people don't know the title of your show, maybe, so they exactly. can't just type it in to get to it. So you know, they may look up for you know, look say, well, I want I want a podcast about education. What's out there for me? You know, talk in education and all the podcasts that deal with something in education will, will pop up, uh, but not yours if you're not in that that. After in that 50 mark or higher of having ratings to your show. So that's a good way to help out your podcast that you love is to go on Apple and rate or review uh, your favorite shows.
1: Yes, and I definitely will, um, you know, speak of that more too when we're, you know, when we're not, when we're done with the show and it's being played, I'll make sure that I also, you know, I like to do like little uh, refreshers and ads, updates and stuff. I like to remind them about the show. And if you're interested in winning prize, let's do to help you out. Cool. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I'm so excited for your anniversary. I'm so, uh, I'm gonna have to do something special for you over the waist.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, I think I think being on your show is is it for me. It's it's nice <laughs> to be here and have you uh, ask me questions. So, you know, I'm really excited about being here, and uh, you know, I hope that shows.
1: Yeah. Yes, but I have to. Ask, say, I say, I'm not your. I'm not your first anymore, though, right?
0: No, I was uh, re- interviewed by Joe. Oh, I can't re- pronounce his last name. I think it's mm-hmm. uh, and he has a podcast as well. And I can't think of the title right now. I'm sorry, Joe. <laughs> I, would love, I would love to plug your episode, but I cannot remember the title. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, I, I, you know, I did an interview with you, and I did an interview with him, and now I'm back with you again. So you're actually my third go around of having wow. an interview because I've done, I've interviewed a lot of people. Uh, you know, I've got three three episodes and a lot of the episodes are double episodes so there are two people per episode in a lot of them so I've, I've probably interviewed maybe 50 individuals now so mm-hmm. I've, I've got that I've kind of hit my stride with my show and the interview process that I like I don't talk a lot on my show in a city like yours I'll let my guests tell their story and then i react to their story so mm-hmm. uh, you know what you'll find when you listen to my show is that uh, you don't hear a lot from me, and also I try to edit myself out if possible in post production. If it's if it's if I ask a question and they start answering it, and I I can tell that well you know I don't you don't really have to hear my question to make sense you know with yeah. them co- answering how they did, so I'll just cut my cut my complete question out and just go with what they're talking about. So yeah. um, it's you know a lot of people appreciate that because yeah, you know, a lot of times not with you, but a lot of times with. Uh, podcast hosts they're pretty much like to hear themselves talk and they, <laughs> so you know and that's not something that i i'm accustomed <laughs> to i don't like to do a lot of talking yeah uh, although i'm motor mouth here today because <laughs> you know we want to make it as interesting as possible but uh on my show i'm pretty much quiet most of the time until you know coming up later in the podcast i'll start asking questions relating to what my guest is talking about
1: and that's cool, like, you know, because everybody has like their niche and their different, you know, thing with their show. And I had a guest on earlier. He's just like a cast um, I was working on. It I was, I should be out tonight, by tonight. And he's just like cast right now. I, I came across him in a, a place called Spoon or something. You know, I just like I, I'm always like checking out different, you know, places or different hosting sites or whatever. And I go in and I he's just talking. I'm like, oh, man, you got to come on my show. I kind of freaked him out a little bit because he was like, thought I was like, was like, who are you and why you want me to go on your show so bad? You know, and I had told him, I was like, you just have this this thing about you. I said, I have a show, a lot of voice to be reckoned with. And I said, I just was drawn to you. I said, you have this energy. You sound like you have something to say. You know what I mean? You have something to stand on. And he still freaked out a little bit. He's an older guy because he's like, nobody's ever approached him like that before. And, you know, and I was okay. And I just kept telling him, like, okay, just, just listen to my show and you'll get it. And so that I noticed, like, a few days later, or maybe a day later, I, I hear him more, more, posting more inside of his, uh, uh you know, his room, whatever. And, he, and he's, like, every time I, I kind of tune in, he's intense. And he's, like, you know, just, like, you know, just using his voice and his passion and stuff. And I, on my show, he asked me something about that. And I told him, I saw that something triggered in you, you know, like, you were, like, because he was, like, oh, I don't do that podcast. I'm more, you know, I do this because this is this, that. I saw something change, change within him. So when he was on today and I just felt relaxed, he was like kind of nervous. I said, you do what you do when you, you know, when you're even in your, you know, your spoon or whatever you do, just be yourself. I said it just go 12. And so it it worked out and, and I could see from when the show started, kinda of the, the nerves until when it, he he felt okay, like he was okay, you know feeling you know, like how many you're talking now? Is just real smooth. It's, I don't. I don't even like calling them interviews for because like, I just I kind of vision like you're in my living room on my couch, and then now a uh, nice flow of a conversation has started, and now we're in, into something here. We're talking about you know, really like intense. You know what I mean? Or, or topics yeah, that
0: kind of like the fireside chat that mm. used to be popular. Uh, so it's it's more of a give and take rather than. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and a lot of interview processes are not you know are not extreme you know mm-hmm. a lot of people are really good at doing the interviews and getting their guests to talk and open up and uh, you know say as much as possible and so I don't want to say the interview based uh, podcast are are not good it's that's not the case but uh, I think you know with your podcast and with my podcast that I do in a city like yours uh, where we're pretty much focused on the guest and what they have to say so as much as we can get them to talk and open up the better
1: Mm -hmm. exactly that's why i was telling him too i said i want you to say what you need to say you know what i mean he's like what do do i say what do i i said i'll I'll just follow my lead you know i didn't want to like take over. you know what i mean it was my show i really didn't want to like take over because i'm so used to like giving putting something out there to where the person you know kind of just takes from there and they just roll with it you know ask the right thing or just say the right thing and get that out of him. and so i noticed that after a minute or two i was like i yeah i really want to say something now so <laughs> it wasn't that many times i felt that way but i just saw he was like really into it and, I, and that's what i liked that because he didn't even really realize what he had going right right now when he' have an air to get but there's I, there's a lot of you know a lot of major platforms and so many people are going to be listening and i want you to realize this is your opportunity to just Say what you want to say and and embrace it and take from there. I think he's really digging it. I might have recruited a podcaster. Oh good. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was an experience, and I, 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 I he was very grateful to me. But I told him I was grateful to him. I was like, "Give me a when you were willing to come on and share yourself." You no, know, I was great. You know, he said, "Yeah, so hey." <laughs> so I'm happy to air that one, and I'll definitely I'll send it into your. uh so you know that's good so when you when you listen to it you are like okay that's the guy she was telling me about
0: yeah
1: hi I'm Brandy J a voice to be reckoned with and if you didn't know already Anchor is definitely a place that you want to go to record a podcast no minimum listenership it's free guys I mean they give you these creation tools that are so easy to use to put together an amazing show like mine, A Voice to Be Reckoned With. And I'm on season three. Okay, you can distribute your podcast to places like Google Cast, Spotify, so much more. And did I already say, minimum listenership. I mean, you can record and people can find you in your audio library and listen to you whenever they want, wherever they want. You can support on your phone, in your car, in your bathroom, in your room. It doesn't matter. Your voice can be heard. Your voice can be a voice to be reckoned with. Also, so please go now. Go to Google Play or Anchor.fm. Please, don't miss out. Go now. Join Anchor.
0: <laughs> yeah, you send me your uh, episodes when you release them. I like I like that they come in my uh, DMs on Facebook, and I, I go back and listen to your show, and it really, you know, I've enjoyed it so far.
1: Oh, thank you, I appreciate it. I got to get into more. Um, I get into like yours and like everybody, and I, I know you've probably been in this position before too, where you have so many, you want to do so many things, like work work on your show, and then listen to this person and everybody's and it, you know what I mean it's like you, you, you spread yourself kind of thin and you're like oh because you know I get it sometimes because I don't get offended when people say oh I didn't listen to it yet or in the beginning I was like why not don't take you few minutes put that sucker on and go. you know but I get it sometimes too because like you know you're going to get to it and then you have so many other you, you make these friends and these connections in all these shows and, and you, you know you can't you know you listen to them as much as you would want them to know that you, that you could you know
0: yeah but you, yeah. you
1: listen you know what I mean but it's like I want to listen to it so much more but you know I do this I do that so you know
0: I know that a lot of people like shorter podcasts our uh, happy hour Scotty's uh, Scott Scotty Silverman's happy hour is a shorter podcast than in a city like yours. In a city like yours, I, I kind of aim towards an hour-long episode. Mm-hmm. But they say that the sweet pot spot in episodes for podcast is twenty to thirty minutes. Yeah. That's because a lot of people listen to them on their way to work in their mm-hmm. car, and so they only want to focus on something that they can finish before they get to work. And if you if you're go on for an hour, you know not many people have an hour commute. Some do, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, majority of the people, it's from twenty to thirty minutes. So, the Scott H. Silverman's Happy Hour podcast, we tried to aim for that uh, twenty to thirty minute uh, window. Uh, the first episode was an hour long, and then after that, we did one for twenty minutes, and the one we just did on THC and vaping, uh, it was sixteen minutes. So, it was a little bit shorter than our window that we shoot for. But uh, you know, that's what we're trying to do is to make sure that it's uh, uh, in a manageable level
1: yeah and, and those are always cool too the ones that you know are just for you know like 15 20 you know I, i've had a
0: few
1: it all depends on the message and what you know what i mean what it entails whatever but i think they all work out to, for their you know
0: yeah it, it depends on what the podcast is about if it's an interview yeah. with somebody you may want to get it into more depth and so yeah. it may run longer than that 20 to 30 minute window uh you know with me and scott for scottie silverman's happy hour it's uh, just me and him talking, and I ask the questions and he answers them in his expert way. Uh, so we can co- cover a subject in fifteen or twenty minutes, if if it needs to be that short, uh, or if it doesn't really cause for anything longer. We don't really pad it with you know chit chat or anything. It's it's all facts, questions yeah. and facts. So uh, that's what we're trying to stick to.
1: Definitely, definitely, definitely. Well, that's that's um, it's always a pleasure to always you know have fellow uh, podcasters that have a message you know everybody has something to to say to give and to offer you know
0: yeah i had to go to a school they called it school away from school and it was the school where the young girls who were pregnant went to so they wouldn't disrupt the regular school with their preg- with their pregnancy and also people who were who fought a lot and were suspended and and then people who were bullied so you know we were all segregated so that it didn't you know follow us when we went to that school but it was a way for us to go ahead and get our diploma without having to get a ged so you know that's where i went for the last two years of my high school years was at this place called school away from school and i went there because i was bullied and i you know was trying to get away from people who were bullying me and uh it was it was a godsend for me Uh, i was in close up which is a uh, a, a, pro- a program, I don't know if they have it anymore, where they take a group of kids to Washington, D.C. to see how the government works. So I was able to do that. I took a trip to Washington, D.C. with people from that school. And you know we were representing the school away from school. Other high schools would take their group as well. And so there's a lot of kids our age in Washington at the same time at, at our hotel. And, uh, and it was just very interesting. And I was so happy that I was able to get have that opportunity uh to travel you
1: know yeah that's pretty awesome i don't think we have really had have, <clears throat> have anything like like that here which is a whole nother um you know avenue that kind of popped in my head here and there or it a safe place where schools so don't want to do it where you know do it where kids can go you know to when you know when they basically have a school that doesn't really crack down on bullying or just too much and you know they don't have that. I know that we have something kind of like when I was younger where girls we, they were pregnant you know young age stuff as far as this here the bullying nothing that I know of.
0: Yeah it was uh, nice to have because it, it was a way for you to go ahead and finish your education without dropping out completely. So it gave it gave a lot of people a way for them to continue, uh, you know, especially the girls who were pregnant and, and people who maybe fought a lot at their school, you know, even though they were they may have been the instigator of these fights, but still they were able to finish their education, um, you know, so that they can get their diploma and not just a GED. Uh, I don't think a GED is bad, you know. I think that a lot of people. can can use that route to go if they have to to get out of school to get away from the bullying you know get their GED graduate with their GED and go on to college or go on to working Um, and and once you go on to college and once you go to work a lot of the times the bullying stops you don't deal with that anymore you don't see those people and you may never see those people again in your life you know it's once you get away from the, the school that you were in so it's it's important that kids know that there is a better way there is a solution yes, and that yes. they do not have to suffer any longer
1: and you, you said something very important, important that actually uh came upon me the other day you know as far as like there's so many layers to it you know the whole bullying and what can we do to stop the pain and to, to fix this and get you know people on board but then it, it sat on my heart and what you just said right now it was like i need to get across to these kids too these ones that are doing this to themselves that don't. That's what's crossing your mind. Is stop. Stop right there. You know what I mean. And you do anything else but that. You go. You get some help. You refuse to go to school. That's even better than taking your own life. But you know what I mean. I need to make sure I'm putting um, on the ways or when I'm talking, putting uh, solutions. You know what I mean. Alternatives for them. You know, just you know, to so they won't go that route. Versus just saying, trying to figure out how what well, we can do to stop their pain and to be there and and fix this bullying crisis let me make sure that I am also contributing and letting that that child that could be listening you know say hey stop you know don't there is other ways you know this is only temporary just gotta say something don't stop talking I tell kids somebody doesn't help you that doesn't mean stop talking you go home you tell your parents everything you know and then no one's helping you here. I even said, hey, if your teacher won't pay attention to you, just stand in the doorway and just keep talking. I get tired (laughs) of it eventually, you know what I mean? Like, don't stop, you know? Because in a lot of instances, the kid won't get help and they go home, they went home just because that one adult didn't give them that attention that, you know what I mean, they're trying to get that, tell them what's going on. Instead, they went home and parents found them, you know, they." Different ways, like hanging themselves. With, it was just crazy. Experience. Just, I couldn't put my hat wrap my head around. Like, where did we, where did we go wrong?
0: <laughs> yeah, suicide is not the solution. So not, nice, so not. Nice.
1: You know, you can't go back and change. There's so, so many things that can be changed, but that's the one right there. You just can't
0: go back and
1: come back from that. You can't change it. So, mm-hmm. whew, but yeah.
0: Boy, we've been talking, haven't we?
1: Yes, we have. Well, you know, hey, see, now we remember the magic. So, so we know we had some good stuff before, <laughs> too. <laughs>
0: well, good.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, and uh, I'm loving having you on, and I think I'm loving what you and Scott are doing. And if you ever want to have me on yours, or, or come on over, or or any, anything, and bring some light, because you know I work with youth, you know, and I'm always like just really paying attention, really, and then having one myself, it's like scary. You know, so I always try to keep comments open between me and him and I. You know. Sure. So uh, for sure. And uh thanks thanks for you coming and sharing uh, with me. And if I don't know if you wanted to t- tell the viewers again about what's going on with your show and and uh, if they're interested in your um your giveaway.
0: Yeah, um I wanna make sure make sure your your guests know that I mean your uh, your listeners know that you can reach you can Find my website, my podcast, In a City Like Yours, and Scott H. Silverman's Happy Hour on any popular podcast platform. In a City Like Yours has a website at www.inacitylikeyours.com. Uh, so you can also find episodes there. But uh, yeah, I, I just appreciate you giving me the, the opportunity to, to toot my own horn.
1: For <laughs> and for sure, uh, for sure. I
0: really have enjoyed it. Uh, so you take care.
1: You too, you too, and I'll definitely um, talk to you in the future.